0: Yo, what's good? Episode seven of the Martinez Premium podcast. We're back at again with another week of podcast. My bad, I was off last week. I was kind of being lazy. Also, I really didn't have enough like talking points. Uh, so I just decided like I'm not gonna do an episode this week. So we moved it to this week. But yeah, we're gonna done now. So yeah, let's get into it. All right, so let's hop into these hard-hitting topics that we're always doing on the Martinez Premium Podcast. First off, I want to talk about, I guess, like adult maturity or whatever. So basically, uh, I work as a waiter now, as you know. Uh, I've been doing it for, I guess, like about a month, give or take. I haven't, yeah, it's been about a month that I've been like officially serving. So um, whenever you are a waiter, you get to see... uh, I don't know. A lot of adults are just people every day with COVID and everything. Obviously for a while, we weren't seeing a lot of people. So it's like, it's weird to like, I guess be back in society now and like interacting with a lot of people. Also, this is like the most I've ever had to like talk to people because like you talk to coworkers, you talk to customers, stuff like that. It's like, I'm not that social of a person. So like, I don't have to talk to a lot of people often. So like this gives me a chance, I guess, to just talk to people and like, understand how people are but yeah basically um going into it I just want to like say like with adults I've had like a couple tables where like I feel like some adults not all adults obviously but like some adults act like idiots now with that being said I'm aware like statistically speaking like there's going to be some like idiots that you're dealing with and whatnot but um like I just feel like I see a lot of things that like people do as parents or just people do as just being an adult in general that I'm like, I feel like it's just like weird or like they're not doing good enough. Like for example, this is a very small complaint. I'm very aware. Um, I do not have kids obviously one day I will, but for the time being I don't. So I don't fully understand what it's like to be a parent, but um, a lot of parents that I'll see like come out with their kids they'll always like order a beer. Now I'm saying like, fine, you know, you're allowed to have a beer, whatever. Like if, if you're with your kids, you don't have to like just not have a beer, but like there'll be sometimes like, I'll be like serving a table with kids and like the parents will be ordering like multiple beers or like multiple like cocktails or something like that. And it's just like, it kind of makes me like beg the question, like why? Like I always viewed it as like I don't know, just like don't drink around your kids or like I guess at the minimum don't get drunk around your kids because you're like not setting like the best example. Like obviously you could teach them like, hey, when you turn 21, you're allowed to have a beer and it's like it's not that much of a problem. Like like drinking alcohol is not inherently a problem. It only becomes a problem if you allow it to be a problem Or in general, if you're if you know, you're a person that's very addictive, you know that it can be a problem. So you should probably just like stay away from it. Basically, it's like I'll just see like a lot of adults, like getting like multiple drinks when they have their kids at the restaurants. And I'm just like, I don't like think that's like a very good choice. Like, I don't know, like I just wouldn't drink around my kids if I ever have kids. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's like the best idea. Also, I know technically it's legal. I'm aware if, if you're an adult who is 21, you are allowed to have a blood alcohol content of like 0.08 and you're still allowed to legally drive or whatever. But like, in my opinion, it's like, I don't really like find it acceptable to just like have alcohol in your system and drive. Like, I don't know. Like, even if I went to a restaurant and I got, like, a single beer, I would still, like, want a designated driver. Like, I don't really, like, think it's, like, that appropriate or, like, the best decision to have, like, to, to like, test that blood alcohol limit. Like, let's say you're 0.07. Like, technically, you're legally allowed to drive. But it's, like, if I'm asking you the question and you're being 100% honest with me, do you really think it's like safe or acceptable for you to have your blood alcohol content at 0.07? Like, I know you're technically not breaking the law, but to you as a person, like, is that acceptable? Like, is that morally okay with you? And then with that being said, let's add on to the equation of you're with your kids. Is it acceptable to you to have like your blood alcohol content being 0.07 and you, drive home with your kids in the car like I don't know it's like I wouldn't drive myself with any alcohol in my system let alone with my children in the car like to me it just like doesn't seem like the best thing to be doing I don't know it's like yet again I'm not a parent but it's just there's like I feel like As you grow up, even if you don't have kids, you see what your parents do, you see what other people's parents do, and you just see what parents do as a whole, and you kind of just judge your perception of like, how can I be the best parent based on that? But it's just like, this seems like a thing where I'd just be like, I'm not drinking around my kids. Nor am I even, and if I am, I'm not getting drunk or I'm not even driving with my kids if I have alcohol in my system. Like, not only do I not think it's appropriate, but like, I don't even think it's like safe. Like, it's just like, I don't know. Like, as a parent, I assume, like, truly, like, you love your kids so much, you would rather die for them than have you die than have them die. I mean, so it's like, I wouldn't put them in a situation that could get them hurt or get us all killed. Like, it's just like, it doesn't seem like a good call in my opinion, but what can I say? I'm not, a am not a parent, so I don't know, but it's just, that's, I'm calling it as I see it, I guess. Um, but in general too, I feel like as an adult, let me, let me say all this first <laughs> as an adult, you're allowed to have fun. Okay. Like I get that you're allowed to go out and drink. You're allowed to, you know, do what you want. It's legal. If you're above 21, you're allowed to drink. Like that's your call. And in general, as an adult, you're allowed to, technically act however you want, as long as it's not breaking the law. But it's like, I think that like, there's like a reason we have like, you know, morals and just like stuff to keep yourself in check and like ways to keep yourself in check. Like you are, you are the judge jury prosecutor of you at the end of the day, even if you're doing something that's not illegal, like you still have to go like, am I morally okay with this? Like, is this something I would do? Or this is something that I accept as okay for myself to do. But like, I feel like adults, I just see like at the restaurant now, yet again, a lot of them are drinking or whatever, but like, they tend to just like wild. And it's like, I don't know, like, I feel like when I'm like 38, I'm not going to be like yelling in a restaurant. Like we have people like, they'll literally be like two wines in like two, like one cup wines in and they'll just be, like, fucking wilding. Like, they'll be yelling, they'll be laughing, like, don't get me wrong, you can laugh, but it's, like, they'll be laughing, like, way too fucking loud. It's, like, dude, we have, like, other customers here. Like, you can't be fucking wilding in the restaurant. Like, it's just, I don't know why people don't, like, limit themselves when they're out in public drinking. Like, if you're at home, go for it. Get fucking blackout drunk. I don't give a shit. And to be honest, I guess at a restaurant, drink as much as you want I guess because you're allowed to but like I just wouldn't want to make an ass of myself in public like I don't know that's my opinion I'm not saying you have to like be like you don't have to view it as like oh I looked like an ass in front of these people but it's like I would just view it as like oh I did something that makes me think that I looked like an ass like that's what I'm trying to avoid. I'm not trying to like like it's one thing to like not meet other people's expectations because you don't have to. You don't have to live off of what other people tell you. You don't have to live off of other people's expectations. But it's like, I feel like when I see people like doing certain things, it's like that would make me feel like shit about myself. Like that would, that would like that action would directly affect me. Cause I'd be like, oh, I look like an asshole. And not like from other people's point of view. It's like, I'm saying like, I'm looking at past me. And I think I looked like an asshole. Like, that's what I'm saying. But also too, in general, I wish like, obviously some adults do this and some don't, it's up to the, uh, the choice of the person in question, I guess. But, um, I think as like growing up and maturity in general, you should be trying to better yourself every day and you should be trying to improve and just, you know, build up like it's kind of like if the end of the story is you at the age of 90 you'd like to think that every year leading up to that age to 90 you're improving more you're you're learning new skills you're maybe being better as a person maybe you're you love yourself more maybe you're just you know stuff like that enjoying the little things but like i feel like a lot of adult, adults in general just like act certain ways that like I don't know if it actually like makes them happy or if it's just like they're putting themselves in this like rigorous cycle of like negativity that makes them act like an ass or just makes them be like a very like bizarre person to be around. Um, I want to drop back to I remember when I was a kid, um, whenever I was really young, I used to think that like adults were literally perfect. Like, I mean, like literally perfect. You thought like what your parents did was just exactly how it was supposed to be. And you saw what other, and it was like, you're told by your teachers, you're, t- you're told by your parents, you know, listen to adults, listen to adults, um, which in a sense, I guess is a good like thing, but like the thing they don't tell you. And I guess it's just because you can't judge it based on your, your child mind, but it's like, they should be like, don't trust like all adults, <laughs> like not all of them are qualified to like, to like learn off of, or take advice from like, I, I would be like, Hey, like, when you're listening to adults, like kind of try to, if, if if you get this stuff, this feeling in your gut that's going, like I don't, I don't feel good about this person. Like I'd probably avoid them. I, I think like we we want every adult to be like a role model, or be someone that you know a kid can look up to and be like, you know, that's inspiring or that's someone I want to be, but. Even then, it's like, obviously, that's not true. And I feel like a lot of parents even, you know, will tell their kids, like, don't listen to every adult. But I even think that comes down to, like, even a teacher. Like, just because you're a teacher doesn't mean you're a good person. You know, being a teacher doesn't mean anything other than you went to college and you prove that you're qualified uh, according to that college's requirements that you are able to teach someone. That's all that you're qualified for. Just because you're a teacher does not make you a good person. Um, With teachers, I guess, too, you see like a lot of them will, you know, throughout the years they'll become a better teacher you know you'd think in any career the longer you do it the better you're gonna get at it but i feel like with like a lot of teachers it's almost like the longer they do it the like more bitter and the more like sick of kids they get and it like makes them be assholes and you have to like let your kid know like hey you don't have to trust like every fucking teacher like some of them are gonna be assholes or just like not be a person to look up to and you're you're kind of gonna have to judge it based on what you think like i'm not going to be there all the time for you but anyways to backtrack it to the point i made previously where i said you know as a kid i viewed adults as perfect and everything i want to say that's not fair for one that's obviously not fair um as an adult you can't be expected to be perfect because obviously no one's perfect so it's like obviously as a kid having that that image crushed for you going oh adults aren't perfect um it kind of sucks to witness as a kid. It's weird. I, I feel like I didn't notice it until like, I don't know, 15, 16, 17, I guess was like when I really started to like, it was weird, like truly like being a kid who thought someone like who thought adults were perfect to, you know, slowly witnessing them make mistakes and just being all right. Like adults make minor mistakes or whatever. But then when you really start to be able to judge, like, Judge what they do based on what they do and, like, be able to give a fair and, like, educated opinion on it after meeting enough people in your life and just your brain developing and shit. It's weird to see, like, how many adults are just, like, I don't know, really, like, not at the level you'd expect them to be. And yet again, they don't have to live up to, like, other people's expectations, but it's, like, hold yourself accountable, You know, I'm going to hit adults with the uh, classic line every parent would give you. Um, I'm not mad that adults are the way they are, but um, I am a bit like disappointed. Like, I don't think I, I, I don't hold myself to some like great level, nor do I try to hold other people to like a great level. But like, I feel like every person in their head kind of has like a standard baseline of like common sense and just like ways that you should be acting. And it's like, it was really like jarring to me as I like grew up to see like how many adults are just like, not like, I guess all around developed in the way that like you'd expect them to like, of course you wouldn't expect that from like a teenager or like, of course you wouldn't expect that from like a young adult or even, I guess like an adult in their thirties. But it's like when you're in your forties, fifties, sixties, like I'm not saying you're going to be perfect either, but it's like, I really expect you to like hit a level of like maturity and just like Character progression, if you will, that I'm just like not seeing in a lot of people. And it, it kind of is like, like disappointing to see. I don't know. It's like, I don't hold my, like, I don't think I'm like that great of a person, but in a lot of like, with a lot of people I see, I feel like I'm on like a different level than them. And a lot of people I know are on like a different level than them. And it's like, I feel like it just shouldn't be that way. Like, I'm 19. There should be no reason in most scenarios that I should be acting more mature than you or just, like, more appropriate than you, like, ever. I don't know. It's, like, I, I just expect someone who's, like, older than me to, like, at least be, like, acting better. I guess it's just everybody processes information differently and everybody grows up at a different level. And, obviously, some people are forced to grow up at younger ages and some don't have to. But, um, oh, yeah, that actually... That'll lead into one of my uh, next topics. But yeah, but basically, yeah, I just expect better from adults. I, I I wish like people worked on trying to better themselves. Um, I think it's like a lot of people give themselves the excuse and I'm in myself included. Everybody, you know, uh, tries to give excuses for things. But it's like if you know you have a problem in your head or some, or just like physically you're not happy with yourself. It's like we are in the age where you can you can help that you know, let's say you're, you're going, uh, you're having a lot of mental problems. We have like therapists, we have like, there's, there's options out there. There's many forms of therapy you can do. You can do in person, you can do online. You could literally just text with a therapist. You can talk to your family, you can talk to your friends, or let's say just physically, you're not happy with yourself quite simply like you truly can just start eating better. You can just truly go to the gym. I know you want to give a reason of like why you shouldn't, but it's like simply as an adult, you need to be able to process through your own mind and you need to, you need to realize whenever your own mind is holding you back. And like I said, I'm not excluding myself from this. Everybody um, falls victim to this. It's a very, it's very tough being a human. There's a lot of like, hoops you have to jump through but I'm saying it's like the best thing you can do is just try like I feel like the thing that disappoints me with a lot of adults is you can see the quit in them you look in their eyes and they've quit mentally and it's like dude you're not done like even if you're fucking 40 it's like dude like with today's modern medicine you're probably gonna live like double that if not more like why are you quitting like at this if you're I don't know. Let's go with like 70 and you still haven't figured out life. Fine. I'll give you the pass. You can fucking quit. You can literally log out and be like, I'm done fucking trying to improve as a person. But it's like, if you're younger than that, like make a fucking effort. Like the only person you're hurting is yourself. You're failing yourself. I don't see why like you see so many adults just like quitting and quitting, trying to improve themselves. I mean, it's like There's so many things you can do, and I'm even learning it now after being a year removed from high school. You know, in life, it really does come down to it's the little things. You need to try some new things. You can't sit in your fucking house and go on Netflix all day and then just go to work and then come home and then just fucking repeat that cycle. You can't just work, Netflix, sleep and repeat. Like you're you're going to like mentally and physically just deteriorate. And you're going to blame other people for it, but it's like truly comes down to like it's your fault and you're failing yourself and you need to like step up yourself and give yourself a pep talk and be like I need to fucking better myself because at the end of the day it's going to help me. And then through that, it will help others. Maybe you'll help your family. Maybe you'll help your brothers, sisters, friends, whatever. But it's like, I just, through all of this, I just, I don't know why I see so many like adults quitting. It just feels like, it's like, I understand everybody grows up differently. And that's also something to take into factor. But, you know, I didn't grow up this hard. And a lot of people in America didn't grow up this hard, but I hear stories about people like Francis Ngannou in the UFC who literally like took years of his life trying to escape his country to even get the opportunity to be able to box and just and build a career out of it and it's like he risked his life so many times he risked getting thrown into prison so many times he like there was so many hoops and boundaries he had to jump through and he overcame it all and it's like Obviously, not everybody has gone through a life that challenging. So obviously, maybe you're not able to like mentally handle stuff that challenging. I- I'm aware, but like, you have to look at someone who has a story like that inspiring and go like, well, if he can fucking do all of this shit and survive and build a whole career out of it. Like truly, like actually why cannot I, and I'm not even saying you don't even have to succeed in the manner of like being a celebrity or being a famous athlete. It's like you need to succeed for you to make you happy. And it's like, it literally comes down to like if you're struggling and you're constantly struggling and you're not asking for help and you're doing nothing to help yourself, you literally have to look in the mirror and just go like, this is my fault. I think I guess that's another thing that adults struggle with. Um as a kid, they probably just didn't have to take much accountability and they just allowed themselves to just go through life without ever even taking accountability. I guess to draw it back to like to me, um I would say growing up my dad never really punished me too much. Um I never really got like time out necessarily. I guess I did when I was younger. Um but when I hit, like, 10 or whatever, I didn't really get, like, punished in the manner that you'd think of. I never really got, like, I don't know, spanked or never got, like, put in a corner or never got, like, grounded. So, like, I think I did whenever, um, not, not even a year ago, you kind of do realize, like, there, there are aspects that I think I, I was missing out on. As a, as as an adult, I don't think you should punish your kid physically. I think it's, like, very disrespectful to, like, actually beat your kids. And, or not beat your kids, spank your kids. Just on this one aspect, you're fucking double their size, and you're, like, triple their weight. Like, I think it's a completely, un, like, in fighting, we'd call this an illegal fight. Like, it's just, like, that's completely unfair. That's why I think, like, you shouldn't do it. But I'm saying, like, to, yet again, reel it back in, Um, I think due to me not um like getting punished that much um it requires me to just hold myself more accountable and i myself have to take that on and anytime i do something wrong even if that thing in the back of your mind is going you can get away with it you just have to fight it and just go no because i know what the right thing is and as much as i could get away with it why would i do that because at the end of the day it's just not going to benefit me it's just going to hurt me in the long run so it's like you need to be able to just as I call it, take life to the chin, like a punch, like you need to just things suck and you're going to make the wrong decision and you're going to make fuck ups. And I'm going to proceed to make fuck ups even after this, even after acknowledging all of this shit, I'm still going to do it. But it's like every day you take it on day by day, trying to better yourself and you will become better. And I think it's like truly a simple process that has been made way too complex, but it's just like if you sit down and just go, okay, here's what I think it takes to just be a person that's giving their best. Truly, just go to the gym. Not even the gym. Just do some physical workouts throughout the day, right? Eat healthy. It'll make you feel better. Trust me. Just eat eat a bit healthier. I'm not even saying you have to eat like a pro athlete. Just, Just eat a bit healthier. You know, throw in some fucking celery in there. Throw some fruit in the mix. Like, just eat like a bit healthier food. Um... I would say, you know, talk to family or talk to a therapist to make, like, to help you mentally. And I would say, in general, just try to, like, manage yourself. Go, like, the same way that I would have to manage my child and teach them as they grow up, I should try to, like, manage myself that way. Like, manage yourself like you're a business. Or now, obviously, be a bit more, I don't know, human about it. Like, obviously, business is a pretty, tough industry but it's like manage manage yourself better i don't know drawing back to the whole first main point i wish adults would do better i see a lot of them like already have mentally quit by like the age of 30 and it's like really like sad to see and it's like it doesn't even benefit me well no it, it benefits everybody if everybody tries better and it's just like i wish everybody made a more self-conscious and active effort to like better themselves but yet again i'm not god i can't make you do anything but it's just i hope that everybody just starts to like try to be better for the sake of themselves but yeah that's it on the uh adults topic this week okay so next we're gonna hop into my next topic uh this is something i have i put a lot of thought into uh growing up and everything and i think i've made my final decision on it basically it's on marriage um I think marriage can be a good thing uh if you have the right people. But I have declared in my life uh I'm not going to get married. Um I don't think it's necessary if I'm going to be honest with you. Um I think that um, this decision that I'm making by not getting married may cause problems in the future, just as in the, the one scenario that comes to my head. I feel like sometimes whenever you're talking to someone, like you're starting to date someone, you may tell them how you feel about something, but I feel like in a way the person, the other person almost believes that they can like change your mind. Like I, I kind of feel like if I get in a relationship with a girl in the future, like, I'll, I'm going to tell her off the start. I feel like this is information that they should know. I think this is, like, I should be completely transparent with this. And it's not like I'm trying to hide it. Like, I'm open about it. Like, I, I don't plan on getting married. But I feel as if, like, I might be dating a girl in the future. She'll have this knowledge. I'll tell her I'm not getting married. But I feel like she'll think that she can, like, change my mind. And understand this, maybe my mind will change in the future. But uh, to be honest with you, like, I've put enough thought into this that, like, I'm pretty sold. Like, I, I really don't believe it's necessary. Um, now, with that being said, if someone wants to get married, go for it. I'm I'm not stopping you. I think it can be a great thing. It's just for what I've witnessed, I think it's something I don't want to do. But um, yeah, basically, I feel like it may cause problems. Uh, I hope it doesn't. I'm going to be very open with it. I, I hope my partner doesn't go into the relationship just uh, like expecting that they'll be able to change my mind because I'm pretty sold on this, as well as this. The way that I've thought about this, it makes me think that whatever this uh, this mystery person that I'm talking to in the future, whoever they are, um, whenever they tell me something like that's as serious as like this, I guess I, I'm going to be very like understanding of it. And I'm just going to truly like ask myself the question, like, are these terms that I'd be willing to accept? I, I'll even hop in an example. Uh, with this. There was this girl I was talking to. I thought she was cute. I really liked her. Um, But she said at one point, she was like, Um, yeah, I'm never having kids and I'm like fully sold on it. I'm like, I understand because it's, it's, it. I think it's actually very comparable to not wanting to get married. But, um, if I'm going to be honest with you, that's something that like, I think I'm not willing to just say no to, I'm not even saying I will have kids in the future, but I'm saying I don't want that uh, option to be off the table. And that's something that simply like, I can't get around because I guess it's like, if you go into a relationship, what I feel like I've learned is if you're going to go into a relationship, you should at least go into it with the mentality of, like, I might be able to be with this person forever. Obviously, you don't know. Um, but, you know, I think that's a good... Uh, mentality to have going into it I feel like you shouldn't just get into a relationship like obviously in high school you don't really like care it's not really the same you don't go into a relationship and actually expect to be like with this person your whole life but I think it's like even though I'm at a young age I I think it's like yeah I probably shouldn't get into a relationship unless I think there's like a chance that we'd move on and like live together and whatever but yeah that's how I feel about that so it's like yeah I think you need to both people need to get like what they're. Like terms are right off the start. And then just if, if, if there's something you can't get over, I think it's just simply it, it might not work. And you shouldn't really go into it hoping that you can change their mind because then you're going to be disappointed if they don't. And you're probably going to get mad at them. And it's just like, it's not their fault. They told you. So yeah, that's kind of how I feel about that. Also, um, if I'm going to be honest with you, uh, I kind of look at, um, relationships scientifically. Now I'm not a person who's just like all science, but obviously like I, I like to trust the opinion of science and stuff like that. And from what I've heard through um, the years of like the things I've seen about science, what they talk about relationships and what makes me not really think marriage is a good idea is the way that we're simply genetically designed. It's in your DNA, in our culture, we like to believe, okay, you get married to a person, you have kids with them, you live happy ever after, right? Like, that's obviously the ideal, but your genetics would say otherwise. What your genetics want you to do and what humans overall and every animal, for that matter, are designed for is you are simply meant to d- to have as many kids as possible. Because the idea is... is humans need to reproduce to continue the species. So like what I'm saying is basically like genetically speaking, you're designed. You can compare yourself to a caveman. A caveman would literally like have a kid with someone and then just have a kid with another person and then have a kid with another person that goes for men and women. You would just continue to have kids because the whole idea is to, Produce as many humans as you can to repopulate the earth. That's like the whole point. But why I think that matters and why that comes into play so much is because I think it's like when you marry someone, they make you promise. You will love this person through sick and through health and forever. And if I'm going to be quite honest with you, I think that's a promise I just simply am not willing to make. As in that's words. That I'm not willing to say because I simply can't say that. I I I can't make a decision like that and just expect that I'll feel the same way throughout the marriage the whole time. And same way with my partner, I would not hold. I'm not holding them to anything that I wouldn't hold myself to. As in. I just feel like forever is a long time, you know? (laughs) It's it's quite a long time. And let's say you're someone who gets married at like, let's go with like in your 20s. It's like, let's say you live to like 90. Like you're gonna be married to this person for 70 years. And I'm not saying you guys don't like each other, but it's like, can you truly like love someone on the level that you wanna love them for like 70 years? Like, I don't know. That just seems like a bit deep to me. Also, as I've heard through, Um, like the science, the scientific side of it, um, you're just like there you're designed to have the infatuation period. The infatuation period can go from, I guess, one to six months. But to be honest, from what I've seen in people, I'd give it like, uh, one month to a year. And the infatuation period is basically where your, your body is producing a lot of hormones. Um, and that's basically the feel like the warm feeling you get and stuff whenever you like have a crush on someone or whatever. And that's basically like whenever you think your partner is perfect, you know, you don't really see the flaws in them. You almost think they're perfect. They're not, but you, you just feel that way. And I think it's just because we're designed to feel that way because in theory, like you're meant to reproduce in that one year, you're meant to have a kid in that one year. So it's like, I think that's why we feel the way we do. And I would say love is not the way that we view love. I think we view love as all of these, like all of these factors together. There, there's so many you, you can't even, I can't even name them all. But I would say from what I've seen, I think love simply comes down to, it's just a mix of um, infatuation, aka like the hormones and just the way that you feel about them and um, loyalty. I think it comes down to infatuation and loyalty. I think you find a person that you find attractive and they find you attractive and you both like each other's personalities and you just kind of go off of that. So you have all the infatuation going and that's all the like warm feeling you get whenever you're with them, whatever. And then you have the loyalty where they, they, they care for you and you care for them and you guys go back and forth. I simply think that's what love comes down to. It's those two factors. But the problem with that then is your own genetics. You know, you see people when they get married, they're happy for a while. You know, they're happy for 5, 10 years, 20 years, maybe, if they're lucky, right? People are happy for a while. You you really, uh, at the time of making the decision to propose, and then through the marriage day and everything like that, um, everything seems all good and dandy. But what I've really witnessed throughout my life uh, through my own parents and surprisingly through a lot of kids that I've went to school with, it really seems like it just starts to die out. And I'm not saying that w- that will happen with everyone because it doesn't. But I mean, divorce rates are up to 50 percent. Fifty percent of marriages end in divorce. And I don't know how accurate that statistic is specifically. I don't know the exact statistic, but I believe it's around 50 percent. And even then. I would also ask the question of not only all these people that got divorced, but how many of these people are married aren't happy, but they're just simply not going to get divorced. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just like they're just like I've been married too many times or, or I've been in this marriage so long that I just don't feel like going through all that process. So it kind of really makes me feel like I don't know, like marriage doesn't work in my eyes, I guess, like in the way that you'd want it to like seven times out of 10. That's the stat. That's my stat. That's based on nothing. That's my stat of what I what I see. I just feel as if I have seen relationships where people have been married for so long and they, they, they really do have the, that spark. They really do seem to care about each other even many years later. But with a lot of people and a lot end in divorce as we see play out, but a lot just seem to just die out in general. You just, you see that they don't even like love each other anymore they're more of just like roommates like it's like they don't hate that person that they don't like it's not enough to get like divorced but it's just like they're literally roommates like i don't know how what else to call it they 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 don't have like the passion or the drive anymore and it's just like i don't really want to like promise that i'd be with someone forever and just like you know I I said this before, but I actually think I'm wrong wrong on this. I said, you know, how do I know that I won't wake up one morning and just go, I don't love this person anymore. And my friends debated it with me. And you know what? I'll give it to you. I agree. I I don't think necessarily that would happen. But what I think starts to happen, and I think people around you start to notice it before you. So I think maybe you should be aware of it or try to be semi-aware of it if you can. You start to just see people fall out of love. And it's not a I admit, I don't think it is that short process of like, you just wake up in the morning and you go, I don't think I love this person anymore. But I do believe that moment eventually does come. Um, I think you just slowly start to fall out of love with the person and you just can start seeing it through the ways that people that those two people interact with each other, or you can see it in the way that you interact with your partner, if that's you in that case. And it's like, it's just hard for me to like say, like when I hit, if if I hit that point, or if my partner hits that point where we just go like, man, I just, I like, it, it's not the same anymore. Like, I, I don't really think it's fair to hold myself in that relationship anymore, nor do I think it's fair to hold my partner in that relationship anymore. Like, I think it's just like, if if one person, like, if one person's out in a relationship, it's done. It's like divorce. It's like, if one partner wants to get divorced and the other doesn't, you can't just stay married. Like the one is done. You're done. Like your marriage is done. Like you can't force the one person to just like, no, we're staying married. I know you want to be done, but I'm not done. Like it doesn't work that way. So it's just like, I think that's just how I'm going to have to view it. And it's just like, I'm not going to hold a grudge on my partner if that ever happens, because I would, I I expect the same respect to me. if, If that ends up happening, I think it's just unfair to promise forever. Because we're not even genetically designed to, like, make that promise. So, yeah. That's about all I have on marriage, I guess. Um, Yeah, I think it's a very big deal. Like, it's like you're really committing yourself to someone. But, um, oh, let me say this before. I'm not saying I wouldn't be willing to commit myself to someone for my whole life. I'm just not literally, legally, on paper, saying it. Because, like, I can't fully promise that that's just simply i will not promise that and i don't expect my partner to have to promise that either also um this is something i guess i'm gonna have to talk to with like as a lawyer um due to most people i know or i guess most adults that i know that are married or whatever um obviously like when you get legally married or whatever there's like like your i don't know your bank account gets link together some shit you get like tax write-offs I don't fucking I don't literally like fully know what happens but um one thing I want to make sure like happens is like what would the law consider me with someone who I'm not like legally married to but I've been with for a while and for example this is one thing this gets me so fired up I think I just feel so passionate about it but um I find it very disrespectful this is for man or for woman I find it very disrespectful when you're with your partner, you guys f- decide that you're going to go separate ways. And then either partner tries to like, take the, the belongings of the other partner. Now I'm not saying the things that like they bought together. Let's say they bought a house together. Fair, sell that house and split it evenly, like fair, whatever. Um, but I think the bullshit starts to step in whenever um they try to take shit that wasn't theirs and i'm literally saying this is for man or for woman i think it's completely disrespectful and unfair to like take the shit of your partner after you get divorced i think it's like the most there's no other word i have it's the most disrespectful shit i've ever had it's the most fuck you spit on you while you're on the ground shit i've ever seen and i think it's the most ignorant and disrespectful thing you could do to a human and i want to know truly like the legality of it if i'm not getting married is there like still like a like a prenup I have to sign or some shit like I don't know. And here's I want to be fully fair on this. So if I'm ever in a relationship with someone and we decide we're going to go our separate ways, they get all of their shit back. They get all of it. I don't want none of it. If they have a company that's successful, I don't want a percentage in it. If they have a TV, I don't fucking want it. They get everything that is theirs, but I equally want out of respect, all of my shit back. That's just how I feel about it. I think it's completely fair. I find it completely absurd that it's done any other way. Like I literally find it completely absurd. Like I said, the only thing where I, I I'm aware complications come in is obviously through. If you have children, of course, there's going to be complications there. That's just how it works. Or I guess if it's through uh, purchases that they've made together, Um. I get that. So it's like, I think a rule I'm just going to have for myself. If I'm in a relationship is rather you buy it or I'm buying it because it's rather mine or yours, And it's not to be disrespectful and it's not to be like, I plan on leaving you. It's simply, it's just, it's something that I think is such bullshit. And I've seen it happen so many times. And it's just like, it's so disrespectful. Like I, like my mind literally wants to explode like a bomb when I hear it happening. Like I can't like, Just the utter, like, lack of respect that you have for this person to just take their shit. I think it's so fucking absurd. And I think it's, like, bizarre that we just, like, continuously allow this to happen. I don't know. But, yeah, I hope in the future, like, they figure out some shit with that. But, yeah, that's all I got on marriage for the time being. All right, so we're hopping into my next topic. This is probably going to be a shorter topic, but it's just something uh, I thought of. Uh, Whenever I was trying to think of some topics, basically it is donating to charities is good. Donating to any charity is not good. Um, Whenever you go to like a store or I guess a fast food restaurant or whatever, like they always put this like thing at the end of your like bill where it's like, would you like to donate whatever, whatever to this random charity? And I always say no, and I don't do it out of, like, disrespect or some shit. It's just, like, I'm not putting any money that I'm donating. I'm never donating money to anything that I, like, have not done research into. I'm not giving you fucking $4 to your random fucking organization for all that I know just, like, ends up literally just going to your company. Like, I think it's, like, they try to, like, fucking like, I guess trap you or, like, try to, like, I don't know, like, they they just try to make it so it's like, hey, this guy didn't donate to, like, our fucking random charity. It's like, yeah, it's like, I don't fucking know about your charity. Like, I'm not putting my own hard-earned money into some, like, fucking random charity that has, like, no qualifications that I've never heard of. Like, it's the stupidest shit. It'd be like throwing your money, like, out of fucking window and hoping it lands on like someone who needs it. It's like, what are the fucking odds of that? Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, I think it's like very weird that like companies try to like pressure you into like donating all the time when it's just like, yeah, like I'm not donating money into your like random fucking charity. Like the only time I'm ever donating money is if it's like, I know for sure this money is going to the people that you say it's helping. And not only that, this money is actually being, like, used effectively. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, I think it's, like, a weird thing that, like, all these companies try to put on you. And I think it's, like, so dumb. And they try to, like, almost, like, uh, passive-aggressively shame you for, like, not donating. But it's just... To my first statement, like, why the fuck would I donate to something that, like, I literally don't know where the money is going to? I think that's completely fucking stupid. It's like you're just wasting money, essentially, because, yes, it may be going to feed the homeless, but it also just fucking might not. Like, I don't know. Like, I think it's just like it's a very bizarre thing that, like, happens also. I think it's, like, really, like, weird how many, like, charities there are that, like, you hear of, like, where the money's not going to, like, where it should. It's, like, I think charities should be, like, a pretty regulated thing. As in, like, it should, charities are so easy to be a scam and the aspect of, they give you something that everybody wants to help with. World hunger, fucking helping the homeless, um, children with cancer, like. Any anything like that. And all they have to do is just put an in general statement like, yes, this helps children with cancer. But it's like where like who exactly is this going to like how like I'm like I'm not putting money into this unless you like do that. And it's like I think the government should definitely do like a lot of regulation. There should be no charities that are not doing exactly what they say they're doing. Like, it should be fully illegal. And I even mean, like, it's they can't even be doing some shit where it's like, well, yeah, we give some of our money to, like, help the thing that we say we're doing. It's like, no. Like, if you're a charity for helping the homeless, you're 100% of all the fucking money that gets donated to you should be going to helping the homeless. Point blank, period. Like, it should not be a debate. Like, there should be no room for fucking miscalculation. There should be no room for some dipshit fucking pulling out money for his own benefit. It's like, for one, how do you actually, like morally live with yourself like i'm serious like you're literally like committing like moral suicide like i don't know how people do that but anyways yeah i I think it's just like weird that these companies pressure this shit on you and yeah you shouldn't just donate to like any random um like charity unless you like know it's going there for sure i think it's just like you're wasting your money in that aspect and you might be funding something that you're not too uh happy about as well that's definitely a possibility but yeah that's all i got on this topic All right, so calling back on my foreshadowing that I did on my adults rant for this episode. Um, I think college is a very good thing and can benefit you in a lot of aspects in life. But one thing I've kind of recently been like noticing, and I think um, college is actually like sometimes bad at it's not the college directly's fault, but it's kind of the situation that it puts a person in. I think, um, whenever you go to college, some people treat it as like high school part B and they don't really go to college to like learn and they almost just go to college to like party essentially. And like what ends up happening is like, it kind of just delays like that person's like development as like a person overall. Um, For example, like if you graduate and you go into the workforce, which is what I'm currently doing, I'm not saying I'm not going to go to college, but just for the time being, I'm not. Um, You you really are faced with the question right off the rip when you get out of high school is like, okay, what am I going to do? Because I have to make a decision now. It almost gives you like an instant certain level of maturity it doesn't make you automatically mature but i think it gives you like the true realization of like the real world and you know that you're like truly like taking it head on and it it puts like a a small fear i'm not that afraid but it puts a fear as in like you you understand like i'm in the time period now that's make or break this isn't high school anymore i can't dick around i can't like have fun and just do dumb shit like it's a bit more serious now i'm an adult um i have to take a bit more things seriously i have to pay rent i have a job i like i have to do some like adult shit now i have to do taxes like that's just so stupid but anyways yeah like you have to do adult shit and basically what i feel like uh some people do when they go to college is it literally just truly is like a high school part b and what i mean by that is it almost just delays their need for maturity and it delays their need for development. And and how it does that is I kind of believe even in college, as hard as college is, you still can kind of like half-ass it. Like if you're not going for like a 4.0 GPA and you're just simply trying to like get your degree, like you can pass on a C grade depending on your major or whatever. Like you can definitely pass with some pretty half-assed grades. And what I think that does is then you take a person, they got out of high school, they got into college, great. They go to college for four years and they kind of just party and dick around and half-ass college like they did in high school. And then they finally pass their dropout or whatever, whatever however their college like um, career turns out. And then what it causes is that it causes a delay reaction. Because for most people who just went, went out of college uh, or went out of high school straight to the workforce, you got hit with that realization of life to the face fucking instantly. Instantly, it you're in the real world now. It's not like you can't fuck around. But when you go to college and you stall like that, they don't hit that realization until, I guess, like, what, 22? You go to college for four years to get out at 22. That's when the realization hits them. And I think for a lot of people, it almost like settles more of a panic for them because not only now are they 22, they hold themselves to a higher expectation than they did whenever they were 18. Not only that, society as a whole holds you to a higher expectation than they did whenever you were 18. And you just went to college. You have, you have all these bills to pay now. You're in debt currently. And I think it's almost like the pressure and the realization that you get hit with whenever you're 22, when you graduate college is almost greater than whenever you get out of high school. Because when you're 18, it's a lot of pressure, but You know, you learn to cope with it and you learn to figure it out. And so by the time, like uh, a person who got out of high school uh, and went to the workforce, they have figured out a lot more. And I think in a lot of ways, they probably matured a lot more than some of these people in college who graduate who who just dicked around and partied the whole time and then yeah when you hit when you graduate at 22 i think like life hits them in the face hard i think it's like a real like awakening because for some people they real they they just figured out like the major they went to college for uh is not so easy to get a job for and it's actually not going to be that easy and now they're working at insert random job here that they didn't plan on and now they're in debt trying to pay it off doing a regular job that makes regular income and that doesn't match up too well um, and I think it's just I think a lot of people need to put more thought before they go into college yet again if you go to college you're planning to learn you're planning to get a career and everything great like this is literally the best thing you could do but for a lot of people I actually think it hurts them more than helps them because then yet again they're 22. I think the pressure whenever I, I was 18 and I graduated, I went, oh, OK, I have time. I will figure this out. And yet again, I'm, I'm currently living that right now. I'm currently living that time where I'm figuring it out. Um, but I think when these people turn 22, they expect themselves to, like in their own head to be a fully blown adult. But they're almost behind everybody that just left high school or anybody who took college seriously, they're like way behind in maturity. I think they're literally an 18 year old in a 22 year old's body, essentially. And I think it like it really like is a shocking thing. And it's a very nerve wracking thing. And yet again, I can't imagine going to college for four years in a major having to pay a lot of money and then going like, oh, shit, I, I like I genuinely can't get a job in this career. Like I, I kind of just like dicked myself for the time being, like not saying you won't eventually get that job, in that career path but you might not you might have like you might have just like honestly like kind of threw a couple of years of your life in a drain so it's like i think people before they go to college need to like truly make the decision like is this the right decision for me as well i'd like to add on to this i think some people going to college and they can't and they're not willing to put in the effort to pass and it's kind of like this is your money when you went to high school you could fuck around because like what are they going to do like you're not paying for it like yes technically like tax dollars are paying for it and whatever but it's like you're not paying for it so it's like if you go into college and you're failing your classes that's your money out of your pocket from future you who is going to be mad at current you because you didn't take this shit serious enough and it's like i think you should not go to college if you think you're going to half-ass it or quite simply if you think you can't pass it's just like why would you put yourself in a financial debt if you don't have to i think it's just like a lot of people and this is i think a lot of cultures fault they really pressure you to go to college they go like you have to go to college but it's like no it's like to be honest from the people that we have nowadays, we have fucking YouTubers who, like, are making millions of dollars off of making, like, gaming YouTube videos, and they didn't fucking go to college. Like, there's definitely alternatives. I know that's one example, but it's, like, if you think you shouldn't go to college, I don't think you should go to college. Like, I think you've answered that question for you. I think some people just let people tell them go to college, and then they just go to college. but And then they realize that it's not for them, but now they're, like, what? fucking twenty thousand k in the hole if they did it for like a year and then god forbid you went four fucking years and now you're that much money in the fucking hole i don't know 100 grand or more and you literally like didn't retain any of that or get a degree in something that you could get a job in so i think like as a whole for like society we need to start like educating people more about college i think it's like you just see it and a lot of these people like when they turn 22 like It just hits them in the face way more than they like ever could have expected. And I think a lot of people just treat college as a part B to high school. And it's just a way to delay the inevitable. I think that's how they view it. They just think they're going to be young forever and they want to go. I want to delay the inevitable, which is going to happen in four years. But, hey, that's not until four years from now. So I'm good for the time being. So, yeah, that's what I think on college. Um. I just hope, yeah, people put more thought into it. I don't know. It's like, I think college can put you in a trap if you go into it with the wrong mindset or approach it differently or just simply can't pass. All right. So we're hopping into the later uh, part of this podcast. This is going to be my last little topics for the day. These are just my random ones. Um, so uh, I talked on this, uh, I guess, what, two weeks ago now at this point, Um where I watched The Social Dilemma and uh, I decided I think I want to stop going on social media as much because I felt like quite simply, I was just like, I'm just wasting my time. Like I would just go on it for like no fucking reason, close the app and then go back to it like a minute later yet again for no fucking reason. Um, I'm proud to say I've been keeping up with it. Uh, pretty good. Um, I went a whole week without going on any of it. Um, a few days ago, uh, I did go back on Instagram um for about like two three minutes uh but if i'm gonna be honest with you uh i really didn't feel like i was missing that much um when i went back on i was like yeah i I actually think i'm just like good um like i really don't need to be on this now with that being said i'm not saying i'm like never gonna go on social media but like to be honest, I really don't have a reason to go on social media unless, like, I just want to see, like, what, woman, what one of my friends posted or some shit like that. Like, I really don't have a reason outside of that. As well, um, yesterday, or I guess two two days ago at this point, I went back on TikTok. That was another app I cut from my uh, rotation. I cut Twitter, I cut Instagram, and I cut TikTok. The main two culprits were definitely... Uh, TikTok and Instagram. I don't go on Twitter that much. Like, that was not a loss for me, like, at all. I was like, whatever. Twitter's like hella toxic. I hate Twitter. Anyways, um, I went on TikTok. Um, I feel like the problem with me on TikTok is I'll just go on it. I feel like this is with everybody. Their algorithm, I'll give it to them. It's pretty fucking solid. It keeps you locked in. Um, but I went on TikTok uh, two days ago and I was kind of scrolling through it. And I was like, yet again, the same feeling I had with Instagram. I was like, to be honest, um, I feel like I'm good. I, I feel like uh, I'm not missing anything like i I think I'm going to continue to not really go on um, maybe I'll go on it like once every couple of days I guess but um I think I'm on a good streak and I think I feel pretty uh, good about it um, I really like my decision on this um, I really don't feel like I'm missing much and whenever I went back to both of them it really like solidified like I'm good I don't need to like keep wasting random time going on these apps so uh, I'm glad I'm keeping up with that I will admit this hasn't affected me too much yet. Uh, this is going to suck. This is definitely going to age my uh, mental uh, a lot more or make me feel older uh, a lot sooner. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to start missing out on trends a lot more. Uh, my one friend was talking about one of these trends going on on TikTok or whatever, and I like had no clue about it. I was like, yep, it's starting. So I'm slowly coming out of the loop, and I'm slowly going to be an old head very soon. I'm fucking feeling it, I'm sure. Um, Don't get me wrong. It it sucks in some ways to like miss out on certain trends. But overall, um, I am just like I'm feeling really good about the streak. I'm on. I'm feeling real good that like I, I feel like I don't need social media. I think it's just like I've had social media forever. I've been on it since like literally like fifth grade. Like it's just something that like I don't need anymore. And like I said, I'll go on it on occasion. But it's like it doesn't really like bring me happiness. It's like it's just something that I used to like stall time and i hate how much it like takes you out of the moment and stuff like that uh we're all just like fucking zombies whenever we're looking at our phone like try to talk to someone that's on their phone like they will not fucking hear you at all it's like they're like literally playing a sports event like it's like people just get so locked into their phones and yet again i'm not excluding myself i'm definitely involved um but i'm trying to better that i'm trying not to do that as much i'm feeling real good about it um yeah uh So with that, it is forcing me to uh, try to find some of the smaller things, the finer things in life, you know, that all these adults talk about. I still feel like I'm struggling with it. I feel like as a teenager, it's really hard to just appreciate all the small things. It's like, I don't know. It's just like especially with the internet and being on the internet for so long you're just so used to seeing crazy shit that it like makes you jaded to a lot of things and a lot of things that i think would like shock a lot of people or like our parents whenever they were younger just don't shock us anymore it's like i've literally seen people die on the internet like i've seen a dude just like parkour on a tall tall building and just fall off it's like there's nothing you could fucking show me at this point that like would shock me like it's just the internet really does jade all of us and i think we don't like realize it as much as we think it does but it's like dude we've seen everything i've seen everything i've seen a million trends play out there's gonna be a million now nah, there's gonna be a billion more trends that happen in the future it's like yeah this is just forever gonna happen um i think there's nothing wrong with it yet again it's like i love a good viral video but um i think i just want to try to continue to just not be on it as much i feel like it's just not a good use of my time and it doesn't really um, make me feel happier. I will say it's like, I don't feel better in the aspect of like, you always hear like social media is really bad on people's mental health. Um, I don't really like feel like better, m- like with my mental health and the aspect of like not being on it. Um, I will say though, I was, go- I was getting so sick and tired. I'm so sick and tired of hearing political shit like on like TikTok and is like, I don't give a fuck. I'm so tired of seeing this shit. And I will admit it is making me happier not having to see this bullshit anymore. TikTok had so much political shit. And I was like, I'm so sick of seeing this shit. I don't care. I came to TikTok to like see a funny video or to like learn something. Like I didn't come to TikTok to see like some fucking 14 year old. Your year old rant about like their fucking political views i don't care i'm so it felt like this shit was so shoved down your throat and i will admit i'll give it that one thing i do feel a lot better that i don't have this political shit being shoved down my throat all the time it really is like relieving um but don't worry i know an election year is coming up in three fucking years and we're gonna start hearing about this bullshit eventually but for the time being i'm gonna just i'm gonna take this as one of those small moments in life and enjoy it um other than that um I've been trying to go to uh, baseball games more. I'm actually learning. I do like baseball more than I thought. Um, I do not like playing it. I said that before. I I do not like playing baseball. I'm not good at it. It's never going to be like my sport. Um, But I am enjoying it more. Uh, I went to a double-A game. And then I went to a State College Spikes game, which is our – well. They used to be single a they're now just i don't know what they're called the draft league which is literally consists of like community college baseball players the skill level is like really down going to like a spikes game is like they're fun but it's like the talent's not there anymore like it used to be um but i did go to an altoona curve game and i think i'm going to be going to a couple more of these i, I i'm fucking with it i got to see uh the Pittsburgh Pirates top prospect O'Neal Cruz play. That dude's going to be in the major leagues in like two years. I'm pumped for it. I, I love seeing prospects play in the minor leagues before they go to the pros. Um, he did really fucking good. I think he went three for four. He had a triple-double single. So, yeah, he was one off the cycle. And then he had two walks. He fucking killed it, dude. He did great that game. Um, I definitely want to go to more of those games and watch more double-A talent. Um, I'm personally trying to see uh, my new favorite player. Uh, His name is Austin Martin. He's a uh, second baseman for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. He's currently in double-A. I think it's like in July or so. His team, they play in like New Hampshire or some shit. Like, I'm not going to New Hampshire. Uh, But they play the Harrisburg Senators in the middle of July, and I am for sure going to one of those games to see him fucking play. That's my new fucking favorite player. I'm going to see Austin Martin to the fucking moon. This dude's... I'm calling it best player in fucking Major League Baseball. He's going to be my top guy. I love i love seeing him do good. And also, he is like... I think he's like the 16th best prospect in all of baseball, which is very impressive as well. I mean, out of how many prospects, he's literally 16th. So he's doing really fucking good. So I'm definitely going to go down and see him next. But yeah, I think I got to go to a few more curve games. I actually really am enjoying it. Also, the tickets are like hella cheap. It's like literally like for really good seats, it's like $14. So I'll take that any day of the week. But uh, yeah, there we go. Episode seven of the Martinez. Premium. Podcast. Uh, I'm out this week. See ya.